Let me tell you a calming story that will help you fall asleep. Today's story is a vampire has worked at the local 7-Eleven for the past five decades. Chapter 1. The sun had long since set, and the night shift at the 7-Eleven was in full swing. The quiet hum of the fluorescent lights was the only sound in the store, and the only customer was a lone figure in the back corner, browsing the snack aisle. The employee behind the counter was a tall, thin man with pale skin and dark hair. His name tag read Victor. He had been working at the 7-11 for as long as anyone could remember, always on the night shift. He was a good employee, efficient and reliable, and he never seemed to age. But there was something strange about Victor. He never ate or drank anything from the store, and he always wore a thick coat, even in the summer. He never talked about his personal life, and he always seemed to be watching the customers with a strange intensity. Despite these oddities, no one had ever questioned Victor's presence at the 7-11. It was just easier to accept him as he was, to let him continue his work without interference. But tonight, something was different. As the customer in the snack aisle made his way to the counter, Victor's eyes flickered to the man's neck. A hunger stirred within him, a hunger that he had been fighting for decades. The man paid for his snacks and left, and Victor was left alone in the store. He closed his eyes and took a deep breath, trying to calm the thirst that was raging inside him. He knew he couldn't stay here forever, that eventually someone would discover his secret. But he didn't know where to go, or how to escape the life he had built for himself. As he sat behind the counter, lost in thought, he heard a voice in his head. It was a voice he had heard before, a voice that had been calling to him for years. It was time to leave, the voice said. Time to embrace his true nature and embark on a journey that would change his life forever. Victor opened his eyes and looked around the empty store. He knew what he had to do. He stood up, took off his coat, and walked out the door, into the night. Chapter 2 Victor walked aimlessly through the quiet streets, his mind racing with conflicting emotions. He was both excited and terrified at the thought of embracing his true nature. He had always known that he was different, but he had never fully understood the extent of his differences until now. As he walked, he could feel his senses heightening. He could smell the subtle scents of the night, hear the faintest sounds, and see everything with a clarity that he had never experienced before. It was exhilarating, but also overwhelming. He eventually found himself in a park, where he sat on a bench and closed his eyes, trying to make sense of everything that was happening to him. That was when he felt it. A presence, a feeling of being watched. He opened his eyes and saw a figure standing a few feet away, shrouded in darkness. Who are you? Victor asked, his voice barely above a whisper. The figure stepped forward, revealing herself to be a woman with long, dark hair and piercing green eyes. She wore a long, flowing dress that seemed to glow in the moonlight. I am Celine, she said, her voice soft and musical. I have been watching you for some time, Victor. I know what you are, and I can help you. 
Victor was taken aback by her words. He had always thought that he was the only one of his kind, that he was some kind of freak of nature. But now, he was faced with the possibility that there were others like him. How can you help me? He asked, his curiosity piqued. I can teach you how to control your abilities, how to blend in with humans without arousing suspicion, Celine said. I can show you a world that you never knew existed. Victor hesitated for a moment, his mind racing with the possibilities. He knew that he couldn't go back to his old life, that he had to embrace his true nature if he wanted to survive. And if there were others like him, then maybe he wouldn't be so alone in the world. Okay, he said, his voice barely above a whisper. I'll go with you. Celine smiled, a mysterious glint in her eye. Good, she said. We have much to discuss. And with that, she took Victor by the hand and led him into the darkness, into a world that he never could have imagined. Chapter 3 The next few weeks were a blur for Victor. Celine had taken him under her wing, teaching him everything he needed to know about his true nature. She had introduced him to others like him, a small community of beings that lived in the shadows, hidden from human eyes. Victor had never felt so alive. He had always known that there was something different about him, something that set him apart from others. But now, he finally understood what that was. He was a vampire, a creature of the night, and he reveled in his newfound power. Celine had been patient with him, teaching him how to control his thirst, how to hunt without leaving a trace. She had shown him how to blend in with humans, how to act like one of them, so that he could move through their world undetected. But there was one thing that Celine had not prepared him for, one thing that Victor had not anticipated, the loneliness. Despite the community of beings that Celine had introduced him to, Victor still felt isolated. He had left behind his old life, his job at the 7 to 11, his routine. He had left behind everything that had once made him feel human. He tried to bury his feelings, to focus on the thrill of the hunt, on the rush of power that came with being a vampire. But the loneliness persisted, a constant ache in his chest. One night, as he hunted in the city, he saw a girl walking alone down a dark alley. She was young, no more than twenty, with long brown hair and a backpack slung over her shoulder. Victor could smell the fear on her, the adrenaline pumping through her veins. He knew he shouldn't, that it was dangerous to get too close to humans. But something in him stirred, a longing for connection that he couldn't ignore. He stepped out of the shadows, revealing himself to the girl. She screamed, dropping her backpack and backing away from him. Please, he said, holding up his hands. I won't hurt you. I just, I just want to talk. The girl hesitated, eyeing him warily. Victor could see the fear in her eyes, the uncertainty. He knew that he had to tread carefully. I'm not going to hurt you, he repeated. I just, I'm lonely. I don't have anyone to talk to. The girl looked at him for a moment, then slowly picked up her backpack and stepped closer. What do you want to talk about? 
she asked, her voice shaking slightly. And so, they talked. Victor told her about his life, about how he had become a vampire. She listened, wide-eyed, as he spoke. And then, when the conversation had run its course, he let her go, unharmed. As he watched her disappear into the night, Victor felt a strange sense of relief. He had made a connection, however brief, with another human being. And for the first time since he had become a vampire, he felt a glimmer of hope that maybe, just maybe, he wouldn't be alone forever. Chapter 4 Victor continued to hunt, to live his life as a vampire. But now, he had a new purpose. He began seeking out humans who were alone, who looked like they needed someone to talk to. He would approach them, tell them his story, and listen to theirs in return. It was a risky game, one that could easily end in disaster. But Victor couldn't help himself. He was desperate for connection, for something that would make him feel less alone in the world. And then, one night, he met her. She was sitting on a bench in the park, staring off into the distance. She was older than the girls he usually talked to, maybe in her thirties. She had short, blonde hair and a tired look in her eyes. Victor could sense the sadness in her, the loneliness. He approached her slowly, holding up his hands in a gesture of peace. Can I sit here? He asked, gesturing to the empty spot on the bench. The woman looked at him for a moment, then nodded. Victor sat down beside her, feeling a strange sense of nervousness. He had never felt this way before, not with any of the humans he had talked to. I'm Victor, he said, offering his hand. The woman shook it, a small smile playing at the corners of her mouth. I'm Sarah, she said. And from that moment on, everything changed for Victor. He and Sarah talked for hours, about everything and nothing. They shared their stories, their hopes and fears, their dreams. For the first time since he had become a vampire, Victor felt like he had found his place in the world. He and Sarah began meeting regularly, talking and laughing and enjoying each other's company. But as much as Victor wanted to believe that he could have a normal life, he knew that it was impossible. He was a vampire, and Sarah was human. He could never be with her in the way that he wanted. And so, he made the hardest decision of his life. He told Sarah the truth about what he was, about the fact that he could never be with her in the way that she deserved. To his surprise, Sarah didn't run away. She listened to him, her eyes wide with shock, and then she took his hand. I don't care what you are, she said. I care about who you are, Victor. And I want to be with you, no matter what. And so, they began a relationship that defied all odds. Victor continued to live his life as a vampire, but now he had someone by his side who loved him for who he was. It wasn't easy, of course. They had to be careful to keep their relationship a secret from the rest of the world. But they didn't care. They had each other, and that was all that mattered. 
And as they sat on the bench in the park, watching the sun rise over the city, Victor knew that he had finally found his place in the world. With Sarah by his side, he was no longer alone. Chapter 5 Victor and Sarah had been together for a few months now, and their relationship had only grown stronger. They had their ups and downs, of course, but they always managed to work through their issues. One night, as they were walking through the city, they stumbled upon a group of vampires that they had never seen before. The group was led by a tall, imposing man with dark hair and piercing blue eyes. His name was Lucian, and he was unlike any vampire that Victor had ever met. Lucian was charismatic and charming, and he had a way of drawing people to him. Victor and Sarah were no exception. They found themselves drawn into Lucian's world, a world of luxury and excess that they had never known before. At first, it was exhilarating. They attended lavish parties, drank expensive wines, and mingled with the elite of vampire society. But as time went on, Victor began to feel uneasy. He couldn't shake the feeling that something was off about Lucian and his followers. One night, as they were leaving a party, Victor and Sarah were approached by a vampire named Marcus. Marcus was one of Lucian's closest followers, and he had a warning for them. Be careful, he said, his voice low. Lucian is not what he seems. He's dangerous, and he'll do anything to get what he wants. Victor and Sarah were taken aback by Marcus's words. They had heard rumors about Lucian's dark side, but they had never taken them seriously. Now, they weren't so sure. As they walked back to their apartment, Victor and Sarah discussed what they had heard. They both agreed that they needed to be careful around Lucian, that they couldn't trust him completely. But as the days went on, they found themselves drawn back into Lucian's world. They attended more parties, met more vampires, and were showered with gifts and attention. It wasn't until they were at a party in Lucian's mansion that things took a dark turn. Victor had been talking to a vampire named Elena when he felt a sharp pain in his neck. He turned to see Lucian standing behind him, a look of triumph on his face. You're mine now, Lucian said, his voice low. And so is your pretty little girlfriend. Victor tried to fight back, but he was weak from the loss of blood. He watched helplessly as Lucian took Sarah away, his followers following behind. For the first time since he had become a vampire, Victor felt truly alone. He didn't know how to fight against Lucian and his followers, and he didn't know how to save Sarah. But he knew that he had to try. Victor spent the next few days gathering information about Lucian and his followers. He learned that they were planning to take over the vampire community, to rule with an iron fist. And they were willing to do whatever it took to achieve their goal. Victor knew that he couldn't take on Lucian and his followers alone. He needed help. And there was only one person he could turn to. He sought out Celine the vampire who had first introduced him to the world of vampires. He told her everything that had happened, and she agreed to help him. Together, they formed a plan. They would gather a group of vampires who were opposed to Lucian's rule, and they would take him down. 
The plan was risky, but Victor knew that it was the only way to save Sarah and stop Lucian. And so, they put their plan into action. They gathered a group of vampires who were willing to fight against Lucian and his followers, and they launched a surprise attack on Lucian's mansion. The battle was fierce, but in the end, they emerged victorious. Lucian and his followers were defeated, and Sarah was rescued. Victor and Sarah stood together, watching as Lucian and his followers were taken away. They were both exhausted and battered, but they were alive. As they walked away from the mansion, hand in hand, Victor knew that he had finally found his place in the world. He had found love and acceptance, and he had fought for what he believed in. He was no longer alone. Chapter 6 Victor and Sarah returned to their apartment, exhausted from the battle against Lucian and his followers. They collapsed onto the couch, still in shock from everything that had happened. I can't believe it's over, Sarah said, her voice barely above a whisper. Victor took her hand, giving it a gentle squeeze. We did it, he said. We stopped him. Sarah nodded, a small smile playing at the corners of her mouth. I'm just glad it's over, she said. I was so scared for you, Victor. Victor leaned in, pressing his lips to hers in a tender kiss. I'm here, he said. I'm not going anywhere. For a few moments, they sat in silence, just enjoying each other's company. But then, Sarah spoke up again. What do we do now? She asked. Do we go back to our old lives? Victor hesitated for a moment, thinking about everything that had happened. He knew that he couldn't go back to his old life, not after everything that had happened. But he also knew that he couldn't keep living in the shadows, hiding from the world. I don't know, he said finally. But whatever we do, we'll do it together. Sarah smiled, a look of determination in her eyes. Together, she repeated. And so, they began to plan their next move. They knew that they couldn't just go back to their old lives, not after everything that had happened. But they also knew that they couldn't just disappear into the night, not when there were still vampires out there who needed help. They decided to start a new life together, one that would be dedicated to helping others like them. They would use their skills and knowledge to protect the vampire community, to fight against those who would try to harm them. It wouldn't be easy, but they were determined to make it work. And as they sat together, planning their future, Victor knew that he had finally found his place in the world. He had found love and acceptance, and he had a purpose. He was no longer alone. Chapter 7 Victor and Sarah spent the next few weeks getting their new life in order. They moved to a new city, one that was teeming with vampires who needed their help. They opened a small business, a coffee shop that catered to both humans and vampires. It was a risky move, but they knew that it was the best way to blend in with the humans while still being able to help their own kind. The coffee shop quickly became a popular spot for both humans and vampires. Victor and Sarah made sure to hire other vampires to work with them so that they could keep an eye on the community while still appearing to be normal business owners.
They also made sure to keep their own abilities hidden, only using them when absolutely necessary. Their new life was fulfilling, but it was also challenging. They had to constantly be on the lookout for threats to the vampire community, and they had to be careful not to draw too much attention to themselves. But they were happy, and they knew that they were making a difference in the world. One day, as they were closing up the shop, a young vampire walked in. He was no more than a teenager, with wild hair and a scared look in his eyes. Victor and Sarah could tell that he was new to the vampire world, and that he was in trouble. What's wrong? Sarah asked, approaching the boy. I need your help, the boy said, his voice shaking. My family is in danger. They're being hunted by a group of rogue vampires, and I don't know what to do. Victor and Sarah exchanged a look. They knew that they couldn't turn the boy away, not when his family was in danger. Take us to them, Victor said, his voice firm. The boy led them to a rundown apartment complex on the outskirts of the city. As they approached, they could hear the sounds of a struggle coming from inside. Victor and Sarah exchanged a look, then burst through the door. Inside, they found a group of rogue vampires attacking a family of vampires who were huddled in a corner. Without hesitation, Victor and Sarah sprang into action. The fight was fierce, but in the end, Victor and Sarah emerged victorious. The rogue vampires were defeated. Chapter 8 As Victor and Sarah helped the family of vampires to safety, they couldn't help but feel a sense of satisfaction. They had saved lives, and they had made a difference in the world. But as they walked back to their apartment, they knew that they couldn't let their guard down. There were still threats to the vampire community, and they had to be ready to face them at any moment. As they settled into bed that night, Victor couldn't help but think about everything that had happened to him over the past few months. He had gone from being a lonely convenience store clerk to a powerful vampire with a purpose. He had found love and acceptance, and he had made a difference in the world. But he also knew that his journey was far from over. There were still things that he had to learn, still battles that he had to fight. But he was ready for whatever came his way. The next day, they woke up early and headed to the coffee shop. As they opened up for the day, they noticed a group of vampires standing outside, looking nervous. Can we help you? Sarah asked, approaching them. We need your help, one of the vampires said, his voice shaking. There's a vampire hunter in town, and he's been targeting our kind. Victor and Sarah exchanged a look. They had heard about vampire hunters before, but they had never encountered one themselves. They knew that they had to act quickly to protect the community. Take us to him, Victor said, his voice firm. The group led them to an abandoned warehouse on the outskirts of the city. As they approached, they could hear the sounds of someone moving around inside. Victor and Sarah exchanged a look, then burst through the door. Inside, they found a man with a crossbow, aiming it at a group of vampires who were huddled in a corner. Without hesitation, Victor and Sarah sprang into action. 
The fight was intense, but in the end, Victor and Sarah emerged victorious. The vampire hunter was defeated, and the vampires were safe once again. As they walked back to the coffee shop, Victor and Sarah couldn't help but feel a sense of pride. They had protected their community. Chapter 9 Victor and Sarah sat in their apartment, exhausted from the day's events. They had just defeated a vampire hunter and saved a group of vampires from certain death. It had been a harrowing experience, and they both needed some time to process everything that had happened. I can't believe we just did that, Sarah said, her voice barely above a whisper. Victor nodded, his eyes still wide with adrenaline. I know. It was intense. They sat in silence for a few moments, just breathing in the stillness of the room. But then, Sarah spoke up again. Do you ever feel like we're in over our heads? She asked. Like we're not qualified to be doing this? Victor hesitated for a moment, then took her hand. Of course I do, he said. But we can't let that stop us. We're doing important work, Sarah. We're making a difference. Sarah nodded, a small smile playing at the corners of her mouth. You're right, she said. We can't give up now. They spent the rest of the night talking about their plans for the future. They knew that there were still threats to the vampire community, and they wanted to be ready for whatever came their way. They talked about training other vampires to defend themselves, about building a network of allies who could help them in times of need. As they talked, Victor couldn't help but feel a sense of pride. He had come so far since the night that Celine had first introduced him to the world of vampires. He had found love and acceptance, and he had a purpose. He was no longer alone. And as he looked at Sarah, he knew that he was exactly where he was supposed to be. They were a team, united in their mission to protect the vampire community. And together, they could face anything that came their way. As they settled into bed that night, Victor felt a sense of contentment wash over him. He had found his place in the world, and he was exactly where he was supposed to be. Chapter 10 Victor and Sarah had been running their coffee shop for over a year now, and it had become a staple in the vampire community. They had helped countless vampires over the past year, training them to protect themselves and building a network of allies who could help them in times of need. The End We hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. Stay connected with us by subscribing so you won't miss the next one. Your host, Amalia Dupre, and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you a night of peaceful sleep. Sweet dreams.